Good morning. Thank you to our worship team, our singers, our musicians, our audio and visual folks. Thanks for bringing us together, leading us in worship, um, and pointing us to Jesus. I want to take a moment and just um, recognize the guy behind the camera uh, where hours have led up to days and months. Um, and just thank you, Dylan, um, as you've brought us through all of these online services on Facebook, on the River Ridge website, and on YouTube. They have been so accessible, so professional, and the finished work is exceptional. So we want to thank Dylan for all his time spent in 2020. Thank you, Dylan. So to those of you who are online, if you're at home or you're out of town, uh, visiting family, or you're just able to get out of town, we hope you've had a wonderful Christmas. For me, I, I really don't want this season of, of Advent, of celebrating Jesus' birth. I don't want that to end, and I wouldn't mind another week. Maybe you're not the same way. Maybe you are. Um, but even though I can hold on to Christmas, when it comes to 2020, I'm guessing many of you want to kick this year where time has stood still, where one year feels like three or four. You want to kick this year to the curb. I looked at Matt's 2019 message um, between Christmas and New Year, and as he did then, we're also doing this today on this last Sunday of 2020. We look back on the year and, and forward to 2021. So um, Matt's comments and predictions, um, well, he mentioned about Fast and Furious 9. He mentioned about Ghostbusters. Well, those didn't happen. Uh, we did have a historic, uh, crazy election. Uh, Kanye, he didn't release another album, but he kind of ran for president. And to our beloved pastor, our born and bred Ohioan, it's looking very good for the Browns for the playoffs as they trend upward and as the Steelers stink. So how would you describe 2020? For many of you, for our world, nation, our state, our communities, for your family and mine, 2020 was and is this year of loss and unrest, of anxiety and isolation, of illness and death, of injustice, of depression, of pain. It was and, and still is a time of uncertainty. You're missing loved ones, and you want, you long to be with them. You're missing handshakes and hugs and, and seeing smiles. And we desire to be together, to gather as a church, to, to be in our homes together, to meet and laugh and eat and, and fellowship. 2020, it even kicked us in the gut when we wanted to see the wonder and awe of God's creation, the aligning the con conjunction of, of Saturn and Jupiter. And on that Tuesday, all we got were rain 
or was rain and clouds. For you and me, this was the the strangest year, the, the strangest time of our lives, but still, we can look at God's blessing. We can look at God's movement and, and moving us forward. Our families, hopefully your family, and I know in my family, growing together, seeking God and continuing to persevere. So we're looking at time and, and timing and taking a time uh, from, from my time at, at River Ridge Church, and a way to describe this year, um, it definitely is a time of transition. Um, the night of going back to January, the night of the college football championship and LSU was playing Clemson, my friend and yours, uh, Dave Bishop, mentioned to me that, that River Ridge would be seeking a new groups and care pastor as my friend Bruce Moore um, was retiring. I had a great interest in that, and, and I, I believe God has, has wired me in, in those areas, and I called our friend Matt the next day and went through a process to, to a, a prayer of taking time to um, talk with the staff and, and church leaders, and today, by God's grace, our, our family is here. But in the way of time and timing, it's not the ideal way you want to leave a church family, my former church. It's not the ideal way you want to be part of a new church family here at River Ridge in Charleston. We spent almost nine years at a, at, at a church in Buchanan, and um, the way of, of leaving and going out, there's just this sense of incompletion with, with church and with school and, and saying goodbye to friends and and through that, we, we moved, we, we bought a house, um, we uh, took this new position at, at River, River Ridge Church, um, all the while during a pandemic. Um, we've been welcomed by you, encouraged by you, and, and our family has been loved by you, but it's still this time of of, of unrest and uncertainty, uncertainty and change. Um, and all the while, we've even added a dog um, to make life more interesting. But I'll say our time, my family's time, and, and my time, and, and why we're here at River Ridge Church is similar to your own. And I love both the simplicity and the complexity of our vision. We're here. I'm here, you all are here, so that we can make, take next steps in our journey with God. Although it's felt a while, it hasn't been that long, going on seven months now, and um, a pandemic has gotten in the way with how we've regularly done ministry, but that hasn't gotten in the way of God moving in his church and advancing his kingdom. My first Sunday at Sunday serving at River Ridge, um, we remember Matt sat down with Reverend Ely to talk about racial injustice and learn from our brother in Christ. We consider the hours of 
practice, preparation, and, and setup of, of worship services, of live on the ridge and church outside. We've had Jesus-focused messages from the parables, learning about the kingdom of God. We've been challenged to think in a more godly, more God-honoring way. We've gone through First Peter together, perse- persevered together, and came together in creative and, and challenging ways to do this. We walk through the Psalms, through um, gospel accounts of, of Jesus' birth, through um, Persevere devotionals on Facebook. And we're blown away and have come to tears through the Dollar Club. I'm part of a passionate, energetic, funny, creative, prayerful, and, and caring staff who love God, who love one another, and who love you. They run through walls to to help you take your next steps in your journey with God. And the time that that we're allowed to to serve here, we seek to continue to make that happen. So we generally talked about time. Um, More specifically, a little bit of my time, but let's spend the last part talking about God's time. Um, and God continues to move and to act in the fullness of time. Right now. He's still at work and he shares about his work. Um, at the beginning of his ministry in the Gospel of Mark, in um, verse, verse 15, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the in the gospel, his birth, his death, his life, the cross, the, the resurrection, and his king, kingdom, we exist to share this good news and help others take their next steps to know this Savior. And we, go, we look to Galatians 4, which is, I think, a, a wonderful per, passage to, to reflect on during this Christmas time, but Galatians 4, when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law. This is Christmas, and God came down in the fullness of time and at the right time. The timing was right, a time of spiritual hunger and longing amidst the empty Roman pagan religion. The timing was right in in terms of culture where the Greek language had become common, allowing for the spread of the gospel. It was a right time politically where the the Roman peace, the the Pax Romana, um, nations conquered under Rome, territories under the rule, opening up roads and and commerce and, and access and travel making it easier for people to go from one place to another. At this time, God sent forth his son. The son is fully God, born of woman, born of the Virgin Mary. And we we know that the son is fully man, born under the law. The son who would completely keep the law upon our behalf. We couldn't do it, but he could. It goes on to say in verse 5, to redeem those who are under the law so that we might receive 
adoptions as sons. Through his sacrificial death, through the cross, Jesus would redeem us. Jesus would pay the debt of our sin to free us, to redeem us, and making us new creations in him. We are redeemed and forgiven, taken in, received by God's family, given a new home, a new family, a new life. And then in verse 6, and because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. We're received into this family. We're completely loved. We're fully received, adopted, and accepted. And the Spirit is given to us by God. And the Spirit comes alive in us um, where we can cry and exclaim, Abba, Father, Daddy. The child knows how much the, the Father loves them. And the Spirit makes it real, knowing that we are fully loved and accepted. God says to us, you are my child and I love you with every fiber fiber of my being. Beyond a slave, beyond a son, fully received and adopted by God and an heir to his kingdom. The theme of Galatians partly is this, you guys keep forgetting who you are and what we hear is, This is who you are, a son, a daughter, a child, adopted, and an heir. And we exist as a church to share that message and to live out that message of redemption and adoption. The second part as we examine this time and timing um, is this, that in the meantime, we keep growing in our love for God. This is Paul's prayer in Philippians, and he says, and this is my prayer that your love um, may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to, to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And so in that meantime, we keep growing. We keep striving, um, not for earning, but for knowing and finding opportunities to grow in our relationship with Jesus. That our relationship continues to to thrive and, uh, and abound and that we grow in his grace and our love for God in knowledge and insight. In the meantime, we meet and fellowship, and pray, and, and seek his word. We seek a group and, and opportunities to grow with them and, and grow in our love for them and for God. We serve so that we can exercise these spiritual muscles to love others. That's our time in the meantime. And what we discover in, in the first part of this passage, we discover that God's work will be made complete in you and me 
until the end of time. Paul says earlier in verse 3, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you and me will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Paul is sharing this with the first century church, and he's sharing this with the 21st century church, a, work, a church working to, to, to serve, walk, walking together in partnership in the gospel to help others in their next steps, in their journey with Jesus. And he's saying, God is going to finish that work. God will con- complete the work that he has begun in you and me from the time that we gave our life over to him. He is working. You know, in this present time, there's a a winter of this pandemic. Um, And I think we are seeing glimpses of spring. It's true of our current reality, um, but more importantly, as we look at our relationship with God, we, we live in the now of redemption and the winter of our still suffering, struggling, sinful, broken self. But there's a springtime to come. And I love the imagery of what, about to, what I'm about to share from C.S. Lewis and The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, it, what we see is this glimpse of spring, a, a a redemption of creation um, where we see Aslan, the, the God, the, the Jesus figure, Aslan the lion is making his move in the dead of winter. And this is a work that we can see that's happening even in, our, in, our, in ourselves. Soon there will be, there were more wonderful things happening coming suddenly round a corner into a glade of silver birch trees Edmund saw the ground covered in all directions with little yellow flowers, celandines. The noise of water grew louder. Presently, they actually crossed a stream. Then came a sound even more delicious than the sound of the water. Close beside the path they were following, a bird suddenly chirped from the branch of a tree. It was answered by the chuckle of another bird a a little further off. And then, as if that had been a signal, there was chattering and chirruping in every direction. And then a moment of full song, and within five minutes, the whole wood was ringing with birds' music. There was no trace of the fog now. The sky became bluer and bluer, and now there were white clouds hurrying across it from time to time. In the wide glades, there were Glades, there were primroses. A light breeze sprang up, which scattered drops of moisture from the swaying branches and carried cool, delicious scents against the faces of the travelers. The trees began to come fully alive. The larches and birches were covered with green, the laburnums with gold. Soon the beech trees had put forth their delicate, transparent leaves. As the travelers walked under the light, Under them, the light also became green. A bee buzzed across their path. This is no thaw 
said the dwarf, suddenly stopping. This is spring. What are we to do? Your winter, speaking to the enemy, speaking to the white witch, your winter has been destroyed, I tell you. This is Aslan's doing. This is God's doing. This is Jesus doing a transforming work in us. The God we know and love and, and grow to love moves and acts in the fullness of time, bringing light to darkness, changing winter to spring, causing the dead in sin to come alive. And in, and in the meantime, we seek to grow and love him more. And we know the, the final and finished work, it will be made complete. Made complete in you, made complete in his church for his glory. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I um, love that expression of, of Lewis and that transformation of, of creation and that the transformation of uh, what's going on inside of us, Lord, what you have brought about by bring, um, bringing us from death to life, from forgiving our sin, for, for um, receiving us as, as your children, as adopted and redeemed. Lord, we, we give you thanks. We give you glory. And Lord, use us in this meantime. Uh, use us in uh, this time of, of difficulty and, and struggle and, um, and pain. Lord, continue using us. Um, thank you that you do. Thank you love it, that you love us so much that you would. Lord, bless our church. Give us eyes to see and opportunities to uh, see where you're working and, and how we can, enjoy, we can join you there and help others take their next steps in their journey with God. We ask and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.